BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Combos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. It seriously has been way too long since I've done a solo episode, so I figured now is my time to shine and basically talk to myself for an hour in my room. I'm literally laying in bed using like this tiny mic right now, and this is like the most peaceful work environment ever. (laughs) Today's solo episode is something that's like really relevant to me and seemingly a lot to you guys as well, my listeners. I'm gonna be talking about how to go about retiring from sport. Not that I'm like an expert on this topic, but obviously like I've had my own experiences with this. So I figured that I would just talk about my own experiences, give you some tips, you know, over the years of what's helped me and stuff, answer a lot of your questions. So yeah, stay tuned. start off this episode I just want to say that retiring from running has probably been the hardest process I've had to deal with like it's just way harder than running I don't even know how to describe it like my identity is so wrapped up in the sport of running because that's what I know that's been my whole life my view of success is how well I do on the track it was just my entire identity so having to drop that and just seemingly move on and start my new life, it's a hard process to navigate. So first of all, I just wanna validate everyone's feelings on the topic of retiring because I don't think it's talked about enough, especially if you like ran in college or even if you're doing it in high school to just completely pivot how you view success and how you view yourself. It's a really difficult process. So I wanna say that you're not alone. I wish that the NCAA had some sort of like exit program for this specifically, maybe they do now. They definitely didn't when I was in college. Um, But yeah, just know that you're not alone and it's a difficult process. But this episode for me is just going to be about, you know, my experience and answering a lot of you guys' questions because I just looked at all the listener questions on my Instagram and there was so many and it's just going to take up the full episode. So I'm just going to get started. The first thing I want to talk about is how to differentiate between just being burnt out or needing to end an endeavor altogether. I think every athlete goes through burnout at least some points in their life. Like I've been running since I was 10, basically. So of course, you know, then until I was 22, of course I was gonna have some periods of burnout, but there definitely is a difference between being burnt out when a season is basically coming to the end or me being burnt out from running altogether. An example of burnout for me was after my freshman year of college, 
I had had the craziest year ever. Like I committed to Vanderbilt, went there for one season of cross country, ran cross country. I transferred to Oregon during the winter. I was injured basically all winter. I was getting dropped on like every single run when I came back to working out. Then my coach threw me into outdoor season. I was doing super well. And originally I had planned on competing post regionals, nationals, all that stuff. And like going to the under 20 US championships and running the 1500 there. When my season came to an end at regionals, I was just so exhausted because the year had just been so long. I feel like I had so many changes. I ran pretty well that track season, but I just knew that it wasn't going to get better that season and that I just needed time off. I needed to take a break. I didn't want to extend my season to July when it was May. I couldn't fathom running anymore because I just knew that it wasn't going to go well. So I feel like that was definitely a period of burnout where I was like, okay, I just need to take time off and then I'll be back next year better than ever, you know, just feeling rejuvenated ready for cross country season. And I feel like burnout is something that can be solved with a few weeks off to like a month off of time. And then you come back and your just body feels better mentally and physically, and you're just ready to train again. Then my experience with, you know, ending an endeavor altogether, it is just like a very different feeling. I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I think I had it my entire senior year of college. I basically felt like I had senioritis every time I showed up to practice. You know, I knew I wasn't going to run after college and I felt like every single time I went for a run, I was kind of like dreading it. Like it was not fun for me anymore. Even showing up to races, I feel like it was more of a relief when it was over than like an excitement to actually be out there racing. And I felt like that was just happening day after day, week after week, race after race to where I got to a point, you know, indoor season was happening. And I just felt like I was like mentally, honestly, at an all time low. And I was like, I just... I'm really not enjoying this. Everything feels like a chore. I'm really stressing myself out. And also in the middle of indoor season, like I just looked at the next couple months ahead of me and just knew that I was not gonna do well. And I just did not have the mental energy to do it anymore, I guess, if that makes sense. It was just this thing that I experienced in my brain that was like, there is no chance that I will be in a mental headspace to like be excited to race again and end up doing well PRing I just knew that that was not going to be the case because I was just not enjoying it at all and everything felt like a chore and I felt like I had so much pressure on me and it was just a major case of senioritis to be honest I feel like I didn't have any like insane goals that I needed to accomplish and it was at the point where it's like if I did make it to NCAAs in track season I don't think it would have brought me any joy because I just wasn't enjoying it so that's when I knew that it was just time to take an indefinite break and it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And obviously because I still had eligibility left, I was running at literally the best track school in the country. So like who in their right mind would give up their last season of eligibility. But I just knew like there was one workout I did. It was right after I like had to go to urgent care because I accidentally like cut myself when I was uh, making something for one crazy foodie in the kitchen. So I couldn't work out with my team that day because I was at urgent care. So the next day I had to go do like eight 300s or something on the track or like a 400s workout alone and I oh man I was like dreading it and I laced up for the workout and I remember this day so clearly because I probably did like three of the 300s and literally just started sobbing out on Hayward Field and I don't even really know why like looking back like I don't really know what had got into me like I don't know why this day was the day where I just decided I had enough And honestly, my coach did not see it coming at all. I feel like I'm really good at putting on a brave face, but 
I knew in that moment when I was running those 300s and I was crying on the track, which I never do. Like I'm a very emotionally stable person, especially when it comes to like running. So it didn't even have to do with any of my performances, my times or anything. I just like did not want to do it anymore. And my coach like bluntly asked me that. She's like, like, do you not want to do this anymore? And I said, yes. And I really don't think that she was expecting me to say yes. And like, I felt a lot of relief in that moment, but also like dread because I just made a decision basically that I was giving up my entire sport. It was really dramatic looking back and it was a really hard decision, but it felt so right in that moment. And to this day, I'm so glad that I did it. Like, obviously I look back now, I'm like, man, I, what could I have done if I had that, if I actually completed that last season of eligibility? But then also looking back in that moment where I was crying on the track, like there's just no way it would have gone well. So I'm just very happy, you know, I made that decision in that moment. And yeah, also like just physically, I wasn't doing the best. My hormones were all out of whack. Mentally, I was obviously not doing very well. I was definitely like depressed, especially looking back now. I was like, I was not okay. Um, so I think just the culmination of all of that and just knowing that like even with, you know, three weeks off, it wouldn't heal whatever I was dealing with. I just knew that it was time. And the fact that I didn't have any like big goals that I needed to accomplish anymore. I was very satisfied with my entire running career. And it just felt like the right time. Like. I feel like everyone knows in their mind, like when is the time to hang it up? And that was my moment, that track session. I was like, it's time. I know it is time, even though it's unconventional to do it right now. Like it is time to do it now to kind of, to wrap up this topic, can this situation, like your relationship with the sport be solved with like a three week break and your burnout's going to go away when you take some time off, like fully checking out for three weeks mentally and physically. Or is it something that you look in the future and you're like, I don't know what in this sport is going to make me happy anymore. And I feel like I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. And I feel like my mental and physical health is deteriorating with the sport. Then I feel like that's the time where you need to, you know, really reassess and be like, maybe it's time to hang it up. For me, right after I graduated college, I don't think I did a very good job of actually like stepping away from the sport because I was working directly in the sport right after college, like working for a track and field agent and just being surrounded by like really good athletes. I don't think I gave myself the opportunity to fully check out of it. And that's something I kind of regret doing. I wish that I had, you know, fully removed myself from the running world because I think I would have like healed my relationship with myself and the sport of running a lot faster if I completely checked out of it. So I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if the right word is like teasing or just like hanging on to something that wasn't there. Um, also just like living in a city where I didn't know anyone. Like it was just very hard to meet new friends that like weren't in the running world. I feel like my only hobby was running. So then I went and joined a run club. Like I just wish that I immersed myself in something completely different because I feel like that would have helped me out a lot. But you know, obviously I can't go back in time and redo it all over again. But in terms of like dealing with taking a step back from running and feeling out of shape and lost without it like I just really really recommend trying to find other friends whether that be joining different clubs in your city making friends with work I know a lot of people have work friends trying a new sport trying new fitness classes I feel like that all gave me an opportunity to just meet new people that have different interests like being in the elite running world it is such a little tiny bubble that I feel like everyone thinks in the same way it's like a giant group think circle where I feel like everyone has the same outlook. Everyone has the same view and vision of success that it's nice to have different points of view, just meeting different people in different areas, different backgrounds. It's really refreshing. And honestly, it just gave me a new perspective and just realized that like running isn't 
the only thing in this life. And it's just so funny looking back because when I was in that elite running world, like that's what I felt like. If I didn't run, then I wasn't successful. Then I was out of shape and I'm a failure basically is what I taught myself. But now I basically have completely checked out of the running world and except for like the times, you know, where I go to track meets and support my friends and stuff. But just by removing myself and really being surrounded by people that are just normal and have different interests, it really has made me look back and be like, I think I was a little bit crazy for thinking that running was like the only view of success. People outside of the running world like don't really even know anything about running or professional running and a lot of them don't really understand it. Um, And it's kind of refreshing because being like a really, really good runner, it's not the only way of being fit. It's not the only way of life. Like it's, I don't need to be living an elite runner lifestyle to be happy and to be successful. And I feel like that was just my viewpoint of success. So definitely like trying new things, moving to a new city. Like I just have loved experiencing different cities because I feel like that's helped me meet a very big variety of people with different backgrounds. I think also a lot of people find purpose with work. I know for me, the only thing that got me through my senior year of college was starting my YouTube channel. It gave me something completely different to work on that wasn't Obviously, it was, like, very running focused still because it was me documenting my running. But, like, the success was different than running. It was more just, like, you know, being consistent, putting out videos, food Instagram, making my food look pretty. Like, just having different interests made the transition a lot easier, I think, because then I had something to focus on that wasn't so much about my running performances. My main advice is to just try as many things as possible. I went to so many different fitness classes really channel the creative side too because in running I feel like you don't really get to channel your creative energy very much. I think almost everyone needs a creative outlet so I think really trying to figure out what that is for yourself is important. Basically just trying out new things. Someone asked do I like trying new sports now or is it hard to start from scratch? For example cycling. It's definitely hard for me to start from scratch, especially when it comes to like endurance exercise, because I feel like because of my background, I should just immediately be good at it. And I think I was just at the highest point of sports where I'm like, if I'm not that good at whatever next sport I do, I'm a failure. (laughs) But I think now, especially as I've gotten older, everything has just gotten easier over the years to deal with. I think now when I enter into a new sport, whether it be something like cycling or spike ball if I'm playing spike ball on the beach like I don't care what the outcome is because I'm just removed from that elite mindset for me running after college like the first two years I beat myself up when I wasn't running 730 pace on my easy run now I look back and I was like why was I beating myself up I think I had to kind of go through that experience of just being hard on myself and then slowly realizing that oh wow it's okay and I actually enjoy running a lot slower and not being competitive It's just taken years and years of going through the motions. And I'm not saying that it's gonna take years for you. I think for me, because of me being so cemented in the running world, I think that made it a little bit more difficult and also like really covering elite running for years after college and just seeing all my teammates and friends running super well. I think that just kept me in that mindset of like, I need to be fast, I need to be fast. So I think a lot of people could expedite that process of accepting that it's okay to run slower and not be as good at sport as you used to be. Um, If you just like check out more so than I did. I think just getting older, you know, my frontal lobe fully developing and just realizing that like people don't really care about running and that I just want to enjoy running again. I think that's helped me really come to terms with the fact that it's okay to not be good at sport or not be as good as it used to be. 
A lot of people ask me about dealing with body changes. Obviously, that's something I've talked a lot about on all of my channels. I had really, really bad body image and body dysmorphia in college, like so bad. It's crazy to even look back now because I feel like I was so delusional. I don't know if it was the elite running world. I don't even really know the cause of it, to be honest, but that definitely didn't end right when I graduated from college and stopped running. I think, I honestly think that when I decided to retire that winter of 2018, I just really thought that retiring from running would make all my body image problems go away. And that was definitely not the case. Again, that is something that's taken years and years to get better. And I feel like I also went through an insane puberty after college. Not saying that everyone's gonna go through this. I feel like I had an extreme case of puberty after college. Like, if you know my background, I didn't get my period until I was 22, like a year after I graduated school. And then I grew a giant chest and my body became very, very womanly. And so I had a complete pivot from what I looked like in school and just also being in the public eye and having people see me go through these changes. It was like so difficult for me to grapple with. I also knew in the back of my head, like not getting my period until I was 22 was not normal and I needed to get my period. After college, like I just wanted to feel healthy. I wanted to feel good because at the end of my running career, like I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling pretty bad mentally and physically. So I just honestly let go and let my body do whatever it needed to do. I gained a lot of weight. I looked completely different within a matter of months, like two months, I feel like I looked completely different because it was just time. I just like needed to let go. I feel like I was holding on to this level of fitness and it was eating me alive and I just couldn't do it anymore. So letting go and just letting my body do what it needed to do, it was like very difficult, but also there was no other choice for me because I was already at my breaking point where I was like, I need to do this because I can't, I'm so burnt out from this like running lifestyle and it's time for it to be over that I just honestly didn't have a choice. Did I love the way my body was changing completely that all my clothes didn't fit and everything? No, but also like in the back of my head, I'm a very rational person and I knew that this was what I needed to do to heal my relationship with my body, like really start to feel good again, make myself feel normal because I just didn't really feel very normal when I graduated college. I just wanted to be a normal person, I guess, at the end of the day. And because it was like puberty, it took a long time. I would say 2022 is the year that I started to feel like normal and like I wasn't going through puberty anymore I think I'm finally done with puberty you know at the age of 26 I feel like I have grown into my woman body does that look completely different than when I was an athlete yes but am I okay with it yes because I feel like I have a very different appreciation for my body I love like how feminine and how soft I look in my clothes now I feel like I just look better. I look healthier in the face. People say I'm glowing. I feel like I'm glowing. My personality's back. My hormones are very regulated. I just feel great. And I, again, I think removing myself from the running world makes it a lot easier because then I'm not comparing myself to what I looked like when I was running competitively. And now I'm just like a normal person in the normal world. And I just feel like I fit in so well. And I just feel so good. It takes a long time. I'm not gonna I don't even know what I could have done to expedite this process. I feel like the body changes thing just took me a really long time but I also had so many body image problems for so many years that like I don't know why I figured it would be solved instantly when, when I graduated from college and stopped running so it's definitely been a process you just need to be patient with yourself really just try to be in tune with your body give it what it wants don't try to like restrict yourself from what you feel like your body really wants I feel like me listening to my body after college has been the best way to heal my relationship with my body and just you know, get my body confidence back. I definitely have like a 
mindset of body neutrality. Like I just look in the mirror now and I kind of have no opinions on my body, which is very freeing because I used to be so critical of myself. I hated seeing myself naked. I wouldn't even take showers. Like that's how bad it got. And now I look at myself in the mirror and I feel like I don't really even think anything. So it's a great feeling. I think everyone can get to this point. You just have to be, you know, intuitive with yourself and just really give yourself grace and just know that everyone after college pretty much deals with body changes. And if you're going through, you know, your third round of puberty like I did, girl, we're in this together. Someone asked, how do you have body confidence? Not about what it looks like, but about what it does. Like you're less strong and fit now, but how are you still confident? I completely get that because like, I feel like I never looked at my body and was like, wow, like this is what gives me confidence. It was definitely on... I looked at my body and I was like, wow, my body can run really fast and that's what gives me confidence. And now obviously I cannot run near as fast as I used to. And so where do I find my confidence from? I think I just feel so much better now than I did when I was running in college, like mentally and physically, like I'm not just beat up all the time. I feel like my hormones are so regulated. I feel like I have my personality back. That's the biggest thing. Like my entire life, I've been a really confident person and I just felt like I had a good personality and that's what I wrote on. I never really looked at myself as being confident for my looks. There were definitely points where I felt less confident because of my looks, but I never felt like the reason that I was confident was because I was hot or something like that. <laughs> so I think now just feeling so much better in my body and you know, giving it what it needs and just the fact that I have my full personality and energy levels back I feel so good and just like freeing myself from the burden of dealing with so many body image issues just frees up my brain space also where I just feel like so good I don't even know how to describe it for me it just took years and years I feel like you guys just need to be patient and things come with time I wish I could rush the process but I felt like I don't know looking back now I definitely couldn't I know everyone wants to rush the process it's like the same with like getting your period back everyone wants like this you know, easy way out or like easy way to get through this, easy way to get your period. But a lot of the time it's just time and patience and just being consistent with like taking care of yourself. And I feel like that's when things fall into place eventually. Someone asked how I deal with comparison to my past slash peak fitness self, even years after retiring. This is something I don't know if I will genuinely ever get over. I think I will always have this version of myself in my head that was like so fit and so fast that I will just constantly compare myself to that person. I don't know if it will ever go away because it's something I still deal with today. I just also know like the sacrifices of my life that it took to get to that point are not worth it for me anymore. Like if I went back to myself like at that peak fitness level and I fast forwarded time and like that's me now and I'm still training that hard and everything, there is no way I would have a successful career. My personality would be so dull. I wouldn't be making money like there's just so many things that I would have to sacrifice to be at that fitness level that are not worth it for me anymore like running fast training that much for me right now would put a damper on so many aspects of my life like my social life would be in the toilet my career would be in the toilet because I just wouldn't have that creative brain space because all of my energy was going to running there's just so many things that I would have to sacrifice that when I go out for my run right now and I am running so much slower, I just am still grateful that I'm able to like pick and choose when I go for my runs. I wake up on a Saturday morning. I don't have to go for my long run if I don't want to. I get to go out with my friends and not feel guilty for like going to bed super late or having a couple drinks. There's just so many things in this adult life that I try to remind myself are so much better than when I was like in peak fitness shape. But it's definitely something like I will always struggle with. I think is 
having that past version of myself that was so fit. And there's just different levels of fitness. Like I feel like I'm still a very fit person right now and I'm in shape. It's just like not this insane endurance fitness. But that also like it equated to me not having a period or social life or being mentally well. So, you know, I will take the having to run a little bit slower and feeling good and still being in pretty good shape over the endurance level fitness because I just feel so much better now. Someone said what the best and worst parts of retiring from elite track were. I'll start with the worst parts is, again, just losing the sense of identity. And I felt like I was so fulfilled, like when I was doing my runs and I like had a really good workout or had a really good long run, like nothing will equate to that feeling of just that runner's high that you get from that or having a really good race and just feeling like you're on top of the world. Like nothing will equate to that feeling and just feeling like every day I had a purpose and that was to get better at my sport and having a cool network of people that also just have similar goals as you. I feel like just being in that environment is so motivating and just not having that is really difficult. The best parts, again, is the freedom to do whatever I want. I feel like my social life is way, way, way better. I don't have the insane schedule that I had before. I don't feel nearly as tired as I did before. My body's not beat up all the time. My hormones are way better. I feel like I'm just glowing inside and out now that I've retired from elite endurance exercise. And honestly, I just feel so much better. So again, the pros definitely outweigh the cons of retiring, but not to say that there's not some hard parts that I'm like still trying to navigate. How do I interact with my friends that are still succeeding in athletics? This is something that I find challenging because it makes me feel guilty. Every time I go to a track meet, I have this part of me that's like, wow, I could still be doing this. I could still be good. I really miss the feeling of being successful. And a lot of people, I feel like maybe it's a, just a personal dialogue in my head and me just getting into my own head, but I feel like people judge me because I'm not running anymore. Maybe that's just an elite running thing, but I also know it's true. And especially like, I feel like I look so different where people are like in the elite running world, just view me as like person that has let themselves go and just is lazy. And maybe that's just my internal dialogue or I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to go to track meets these days and just see people doing so well in running. And I just feel like such a NARP now, a non-athletic regular person. But I also realize that I'm like so much happier outside of running. And also it's just the same things that I've been talking about. Like I feel like I just have such a better work life fitness balance of everything that I feel great. And I'm really happy for my friends that are still running and doing well. But I also know the sacrifices that you have to make to run well. And for me, I just feel like the pros of not doing that outweigh the guilt that I have for not doing it, if that makes sense. I also try to remember that the people that I interact with, like in the pro running scene are in their own little world. So if they do judge me, like they also are in a bubble that I used to be in. And I know like the mindset that's in that bubble is just like a very one track mind. So I try to remember that when I'm like interacting with people that I feel like may judge me for not running anymore or like, I don't know. I feel like I'm able to see both sides of it because I was in that little bubble and then now I'm on the outside where I try to just imagine myself in that little bubble still when I'm interacting with people. And I'm obviously like very happy for them when they're doing well and I'm there for them when they're not doing so well because I know what that feels like also to sacrifice everything and just not get the results that you want. So I feel like I have a very good mindset when I go into it, but it definitely, I still feel that little twinge of guilt when I see people running super well and I'm not out there with them running well and I feel guilty. Um, but I try to remind myself that I'm very happy in other areas of my life. 
and even with running like just being way slower I feel great kind of going along with the body changes thing someone asked about being able to eat going from being able to eat everything to having to watch your diet and again this is something that I feel like just takes years like I have literally been an athlete my entire life the only way I know how to eat is as an athlete as someone that's running 40 to 50 miles a week training super intensely and eating for performance so going from that to you know not really exercising the first couple years out of college due to me like and my hormone issues like I definitely did not know how to eat as a regular person honestly I still don't really feel like I know how to eat as a regular person because I just like love eating it's one of my greatest joys in my life that being said I like to feel good I think as athletes we all like to feel good so really honing in on the intuitive eating is so important and listening to what your body wants for me after college I felt like my eating habits didn't change at all even though I was running zero miles a week and probably exercising zero times a week I was still eating just as much as I was in college you know looking at a caloric energy need standpoint did I need that no but was it part of the process of me figuring out what my body wants and how I feel good how I'm going to feel good what eating looks like for me now Yes, like I think it's just taken years. Again, I feel like it's taken years and years of me just really listening to my body, being mindful and really just giving it what it wants and just having a very balanced diet. Basically just eating to make myself feel good mentally and physically has really healed my relationship with food. And you know, I was never the person that was like, oh, I only need to eat if I'm exercising. Like I just love food. So I think just, you know, really listening to my body's hunger cues and getting back in touch with them by reading the book Intuitive Eating helped me so, so, so much. I don't restrict anything. I'm just like very intuitive with what I eat. If I want ice cream, I will eat ice cream. If I want ice cream every day, I'll eat ice cream every day. Like I just really listen to my what my body wants and what makes it feel good. Same with exercising. I feel like I'm at a point where it definitely ebbs and flows throughout the year, like my motivation to exercise. And I just do what I want to do on the day that like makes me feel good or that time in my life of like what I want to work on. If I want to get back into running, like I'll get back into running and train consistently. Like I did at the towards the end of last year and stuff. Like I just love to really listen to my body for what it wants fuel wise, exercise wise. It's really helped me heal my relationship with my body mentally, physically, inside and outside. Someone asked me how I replace the social interaction that I got from running. It took me a long time to get to a point where I was like, wow, I actually need to have social interaction every single day or I drive myself insane, especially because I like live alone and I work for myself. I think a lot of people can get the social interaction in a fun, positive work environment. But if you don't have that, you need to like join clubs. Honestly, just be a yes person. Say yes to everything. If someone invites you out to go to a happy hour, say yes. I feel like just getting at least a little bit of social interaction every day with clubs, fitness classes, going to the grocery store and striking up a conversation. I just feel like the constant having something on a schedule where you know that you're going to interact with other people is so important. There's different Facebook groups that you can join in different cities of, you know, people going out to the bars, hanging out in groups, going to like a pottery class. Like there's just so many different ways that you can get social interaction. It's just different than going to practice, I guess. So it's just a very different view of social interaction. For me, every week I go to run club twice a week and the run club I go to is so casual and chill. It's They literally call themselves a social club because the running is just a byproduct of the club. We run so slow. There's like literally 200 people that go and I meet new people every single time I go. It's my social interaction for those two days of the week and I have a great time doing it because it's you're still running, but it's not like that intense level of running. 
and it's very much built for meeting new people and new friends. So go join as many clubs as you can. Be a yes person. Say yes to different events, parties, things that people invite you to because I feel like that's how I get my social interaction now rather than showing up to a practice every day and working like towards a common goal with people. And like I said, work also gives a lot of people that social interaction structure. But if you don't have, you know, friends at work and stuff, then I feel like you need to find outside experiences of work in real life that you can go to every week like having a weekly routine a lot of people do trivia there's like so many ways that you can get your little fill you just need to put yourself out there to do it the thing I'm going to end this episode with is just the main thing that I think retiring from sport that you need to do to start this process of just like feeling like a normal person and with new interests and stuff is just trying new things for me it was new fitness classes new sports new cities new friend groups basically just new ways of living just to find my new routine and what makes me feel good and just a new identity outside of running like people will always know me as emma the runner but i look back at myself in college and like as an athlete and i am a completely different person now than i was in school i feel so much more well-rounded now because of the experiences i've had outside of the running world it just takes time like please just be patient with yourself because it's not really a process that you can expedite. I feel like as long as you keep putting yourself out there and trying new things, everything is trial and error. You will get to a point of just feeling way better and you won't feel so lost without your sport. It's a very difficult process. Like try not to beat yourself up. And honestly, I really feel like having conversations with other athletes about this topic or other teammates that you have that maybe have also retired from their sport and how they've dealt with this process I think is so important because every single person that's retired from their sport deals with this I haven't really found one person that's like oh I retired from my sport and I felt amazing right after you know like even though me I knew it was time to retire and I knew that I really had no choice because my mind and body were saying no more it wasn't just all of a sudden I was like oh I feel great now that I'm retired from running it's a process that I honestly feel like I'm still dealing with today it's like I'm still trying to figure out what truly fulfills me outside of sport in my adult life. And I think it's going to be a process that it's probably honestly a lifelong process. I feel like just trying new things and really, and really seeing what hobbies I identify with, what groups of people I identify with and stuff like that. I just really feel like that's what your 20s is all about, especially is just trying out as much as you can and really getting that sense of identity outside of your sport. And I say, I think once I turned 25 is really when I hit that point of like, I feel so much better. The early 20 years were really difficult for me, but it gets better, I promise you. So if you're just now graduating from college, you feel lost or, you know, and you're in your mid-20s and you still feel a little bit lost, like just keep trying out new things, immersing yourself in new groups of people, different environments, and I promise you it does get better and you will feel better. You won't feel as lost anymore. And it's just a process that we all go through. Again, I wish that the NCAA had like a streamlined process for this, like graduating and retiring from sport, but they don't. Not that I know of at least. So yeah, I hope that at least maybe this episode gave you some comfort, gave you some new ideas of how to go about retiring from sport. Again, I'm not an expert, but I just hopefully shared some of my experiences with you guys and some of you guys can relate or take some advice, get what you need from this episode. If anything, just know that you're not alone. Every athlete that's retired that I know has struggled with this. So be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. I think that's going to end today's episode. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. 
I love solo episodes. I always forget how much I like them, but I really do like sharing my two cents on topics, even though I really don't really feel like an expert in anything. I feel like I wing a lot of my life, but everything is, a lot of things work out in the long run, including retiring from running. You know, I didn't know what was gonna happen next after I retired, but if you never wing it, you'll never learn how to fly. And I feel like I'm, I'm soaring now. I'm soaring and flying. That makes no sense. Okay. I think I'm losing brain cells. I need to um, end this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at pod. Leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I love reading your guys' feedback. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you all next week. Peace out, fellas.